Welcome to Life with Lori, coming to you direct from Gray Street at Morningside, USA. Joining Lori today is her co-host and daughter, Little Lori. And now, here's your host, Lori Baker. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Life with Lori. Unfortunately, Little Lori isn't here with us today. She hasn't had her baby yet, but the date is coming up soon. By the time you see this show right now, we'll have another little baby girl. And so we're excited about that. But she today had to go to her doctor appointments. She had a few of them. And so she's always here behind the scenes working. And I'm sad she's not here today. But I'm so excited today to have Janet Porter with us back again. I love you, Janet. It's mutual. For so many reasons. Mm. I love you because you have stood for life. I love you how you haven't given up when, when all odds were against you. And Janet is the founder of Faith to Action with a mission to win the cultural war, which I'd love to talk about, for life, liberty, and the family. She authored the pro-life heartbeat bill, ensuring that if a heartbeat is detected, the baby is protected. Janet is a film producer and an author of several books, including A Heartbeat Away, the story of her journey to get the heartbeat bill passed in every state. Welcome to the program, Thank Janet. You so I love much. you. Love so you. much. She's I, I I have huge respect for you that you stood to and you would always say through text messages or emails, we're gonna end abortion. <laughs> we're gonna end abortion. They're believing it now. Yeah. And you know, Janet, you have fought so hard and so long against the you know, a, a, abortion and for the heartbeat bill. At, you know, which is, of course, I mean, this whole row, it, it's, it's almost hard to imagine that we're in a post-row America, That's right. right? That's right. It's, it's, I'm still having a hard time even saying it because it's like, how could this actually be happening? But it has happened. That's right. And I just have to throw this out here real quick. I just want to thank our President Donald J. Trump for putting Amen. the right Supreme Court justices in our Supreme Court Amen. to Amen. make that, that, that decision no matter what. That's right. You know, when they asked him about it, not only did he put the right judges on the court, um, he gave God the glory for it when they yes. asked him, which I thought was really a, an important thing. I do, uh, too. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing. It so. is a wonderful thing. He did the right thing. And so I'm, you know, we're, and now we're living in a post-row America. So, so let me ask you this. I, I, I've been expecting this to happen for quite some time. I, knew I know you have. When they didn't overturn the Texas heartbeat bill, I had the privilege of recruiting the sponsor of, of that law that saved 20,000 20, babies before Roe came down uh, because it was enacted and the court didn't have the votes to overturn it. So I knew it was coming. 
All right. You did. And on the same day, it also was my my decade-long goal of of getting our Ohio heartbeat bill passed, and that was upheld. Uh, that that actually enacted, and it was upheld the same day that Roe came down. As we saw now, uh, close with the courts uh, holding up a few states, but we're we're closing in on 20 states that are protecting children in in, in either every case or almost every case. But I want to know you you've been right there with me, and 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 you know, and we get a campaign and postcards, whatever it may be. You were yeah, always I there. Yeah, I want to talk about and those. The, encouragement. Yes. But I want to say uh, thank you for being a voice. And I'll tell you, um, it's easy for me just to, to, to be pro-life. But I'll tell you, it, when you tell your story, there is, there's, there's a lot of, of pain involved because I talk about abortion, but you know what it's like I do. because you've been there. And, and I want to know when Roe came down, what did you feel? You know, Janet, I was even surprised at what I felt. I, I was I surprised myself. I didn't, at first, when I first, I was right there watching, you know, immediately. I started receiving a lot of text messages. I was alone in my, um, my, my closet, I call it. I have a TV in there. And I'm standing there watching it. And I'm like, oh, my, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just, and, and then I found myself alone that day. And I just, I just had this overwhelming mourning, and I, for the 63 million babies that were aborted, five of them mine, and I, I was just, I, I was like, Lori, why aren't I'm thinking, why aren't you, you know, dancing? Up, yeah, and jumping around and calling everybody, and I mean, my phone was blowing up, text messages coming through. But I was mourning, and I thought this is so weird that, that I was going through that. I, I have a theory as to why. Because a lot of people, they're against abortion, and they know it's bad, and, and, and there's so many, 63 million. Um, but you, you know this is more than a statistic. Yes. You realize just the gravity of what took place, of yes. what, we, what happened on our watch. Yeah. I mean, thanks be to God it overturned finally, yes. finally, Thank finally. You, Lord. But, Thank but you, you get Jesus. it. You get it. And, and that's, yeah. that's I, I yeah. think, what you were experiencing. And, and, and we've all been through it, just the feeling. But, but you more than others because you, you, know, you understand it firsthand. I do. And, I and that's why your voice, do. I think, is more powerful than, than any of the others. The, the, the ones who've been there, they have a testimony you cannot deny. You know, you can say, Janet, she's, you know, she's pro-life and they don't like my bill or they don't like well, how I do whatever I do. But they can't tell you mm -mm. that you didn't live through what you lived no, through. No, they, they can never tell you that. And, and the thing is, is that the Word of God says in Revelation, it says that what Satan is overcome by what? what the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And when, you're, when you put your testimony out there, I can, I can honestly say, Janet, that when we, when I was first asked to share my testimony, and it, this was back in like 1989, mm -hmm. and I was in a mega church, Phoenix First Assembly of God, Phoenix, Arizona, and they asked me to speak at this, what we called Fashion Share, where we would brought in all the inner city women and, and each, and all the church women, and we did this big, huge day for them, and, um, and so they asked me to share my story. Mm -hmm. And 
one person knew about it, and she just happened to be a mover and shaker like you. <laughs> and her name was Faith Tyne. She's gone to be with Jesus. But Faith said, Lori, I just want you to get up and share your story. There were a couple thousand women in the auditorium, and I was like, I go, she, she goes, well, you, you get five minutes. And I go, I can't do it, Faith. No, she goes, Lori, you have to do this because it's going to set a lot of women free. They've yes. been there. They, they're, they're and so the night before, I can tell you, I will, now I understand it more than I did then, because mm-hmm. I was just brand new, really saved, really gave, gave my heart, my full heart to the Lord. And um, I, it, Satan, it, I felt like Satan himself came and said, if you do this, if you tell your story in front of this mega church with, you know, the women there were all beautiful. Everybody was beautiful. And, and plus, we're helping all these inner city women. And, and, that she, and, and Satan would, said to me, if you tell your story, the pastor's wife, the woman's ministry director, all these great women that you look up to, they're going to reject you. You are going to be thrown out of the church. Hmm. That's what I, so I call Faith that night, the before. I'm going to share my story in five minutes, the next day for five minutes in front of a couple thousand women. And, and she said, Lori, you have to do it. Next to my mom, Faith was my mentor in, in life. And so I, I said, I can't do it, Faith. She goes, you're doing it. If I have to come and dress you and pick you up and bring you, you're doing it. <laughs> well, I showed up and I had the honor of standing behind my pastor, Tommy Barnett's pulpit. And when I shared that five-minute testimony of what I had been through really quick, they, the women literally, I, I never seen anything like it, even to this day, they ran down to the altars, mm. weeping, sobbing, crying. Mm. And I knew then this would be something I would share the rest of my life yes. as, as the Lord would lead me. And then, of course, went into post-abortion ministry and ministered to so many post-abortive women, which, you know, at least, there are statistics, but at least one out of Four women sitting in the church pews have been through abortion, minimum, mm-hmm. probably more, but they so, don't talk about it. So just a point of clarification, when you shared your story, they didn't judge you and abandon you? Then. No. They, 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 they embraced you? They and, embraced me. And that's they the, couldn't believe it. Yeah. I'll never forget her, my pastor's wife. I just love her. I love you, Mario Barnett. Um, she... Uh, it, it, um, is from Sweden originally, and, on, and she's just tall and beautiful, gorgeous woman. And she came up to me with her accent, and she just said, Oh, Lord, I never knew you'd been through so, I never knew you'd been through such a horrible thing. Oh, my. And the woman's ministry director embraced me. They all did. So, and this is the thing. There's a lot of pastors that are afraid to speak out on this. Yes. And they're afraid that they don't want to offend anybody. That's right. But being silent is not the answer. No. Because these women, as you know, are hurting. Yes. They need to have that reconciliation. There they needs to be do. repentance, forgiveness. Yes. And then there's, then there's that restoration that takes place. That's right. And that's what I believe pastors need to understand. They do need to understand. 
And many times when Jim and I first met, and we're not going on our, what we were planning on to talk about exactly, but, but um, the many pastors, when Jim and I first met and married, they, we were on the road the first couple of years, traveling and speaking. And they, all the pastors would tell Jim, and I was there, I, I, I witnessed this. They would say, we just want your testimony. We don't want you preaching about revelation. Uh-huh. And here he was all full of revelation that he had, you know, he's a sure. revelation teacher. And so he, we, he would agree, you know, to his testimony and being in prison and the whole thing. And then, and they go, and we don't want your wife sharing about the abortions. And so I, I can't tell you how many times we heard that mm. those first few years of being that's, married. That's and sad. it was sad because there were so many women who needed set free from it. That's right. But I can honestly tell you when throughout the years, as I've been different places and been out and about, I can remember being. I can remember being at um, when when President Trump was elected, and we were at some kind of breakfast in D.C. and the whole everything was going. I on. saw you there. Oh. I, saw, I saw Jim there. I didn't see you there, but I saw oh. I saw Pastor Jim uh, at that breakfast, okay, the inauguration so breakfast. The inauguration. That's what it was. Yes, the inauguration yes. breakfast. Uh-huh. That's right. And Rabbi spoke yep. and all that. Okay, so we were there and. I had to run to the ladies' room, but I, I didn't have anybody to go with me because it was Mondo and Jim, so they weren't going to go to the ladies' room with me, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I just said, it's just right there. I'll just go to the ladies' room. But this is just one, ex- one time this happened out of many. So I go into the, I go into the ladies' room, mm-hmm. all these women in that ladies' room at that breakfast, and I said, oh, Lord, we know your story. I've been there too. Mm. I mean, I mean, they, they people stand outside of the stalls just to tell me I had an abortion too. Mm. You know, I've hurt, been hurting so bad. I've ne- if I had a dollar for every woman that's come up to me throughout the years and said, I've never told anybody, but mm-hmm. even in the green room, Janet, back here, I've had pastors' wives. I've had pastors' daughters. I've had many ministers say, I've never told anybody mm. but. But so, doesn't Satan just keep everybody in isolation? Absolutely. Bondage? Absolutely. That's another lie. It is another lie. When you know the thing is your babies are in heaven. If you've had an abortion, they're in heaven. The, the key is to repent and turn away from it. Don't do it again. That's the key. Yeah. You just don't do it again. And become a voice, as and you have, a for voice. the voiceless. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to. And yeah. if some, and and maybe you don't have to tell the whole world like I do, but whoever your circle of influence is, you know, it, and it's hard for people even to tell their children yeah. that. They're, they're born children yes. at, at, after they've had abortions or in between abortions. There's just so, this thing is a real it's deep. Yeah. It's very traumatic. Yeah. And of course, the end of my story is that, that I had to have a complete radical hysterectomy after those five abortions that I was completely pro-life. I was the girl in high school in freshman and sophomore year that I made my own signs 
carrying them around, you know, that. For life, yeah. For life, for life, for life. And then a man came into my life who was my, my husband, at, you know, my ex-husband now, <laughs> my, my husband at the time, but he came into my life, and all of a sudden everything changed. And because he told me to do it, because he, and I did, whatever he told and, me and to do. And with it, very often, it's laced with a threat that many women say, I'll, oh. I'll leave you if you don't. Oh, and yes. The, oh, it was always about that. Yes. I'll leave you if you don't. And I've talked with women who, who they, you know, they threatened if you don't have the abortion, then, yep. then we'll break up. Yeah. Um, and they always find themselves broken up after That's they have right. the abortion. It's, That's it's, right. It's the very thing that it's they the were It's the very thing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you don't do it, then I'm out. I'm splitting. I'm leaving. In the 70s, we'd say, I'm out. I'm done, you know. Yeah. And, um, but, but because he was tangible, and I didn't want him. I believed in marriage. I believed in, I just believed in all that. Uh, and I still do. But I was just like, don't leave. You can't do something counter to God's will. That's, that's the distinctive, right? That is. You follow God. That's it. And that's it. I had a, a woman who had an abortion. She came up to me, and she was part of the students for, for, for quote-unquote choice, which really isn't a choice. It's no. a choice of a dead child. It is. But she would come up, and I had the students for life table, and, and uh, I told her, she, she said uh, she wanted to meet me for lunch, and she quoted something I, I said to her. I said, don't believe me. Go to a biology book, a fetology book, biology book, and see for yourself that at six weeks this baby's got a beating heart and measurable brain waves and, 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 and see this is not a glob of cells like they tell you inside right. the abortion mill. That's what they and say. And she had the abortion, couldn't, couldn't handle it, which, you know, she said it was a, it was a suction abortion. Right. And they, they turned on the vacuum and she just went right. through it again. Right. She told her pro-abortion friends and they laughed at her. Mm -hmm. And she told me, she goes, I just want you to tell one thing. One thing I want you to say to people is that, that hard times pass, but abortion last forever. It does. And I've been telling her message for, for quite some, some years because now. Because it does last forever. Yeah. You remember. But there is forgiveness. There is There's forgiveness. restoration and there's purpose in it. God, what Satan meant for evil, God is using for good. Absolutely. Because I believe not only are you helping the women who've been there, who've, who've got broken hearts, who've, who now are coming to, to reconciliation with, with Jesus yes. through the repentance and forgiveness of that. sins, yes. but you're saving lives for yes. those who hear about it right. and, and choose life as a result. And we've seen the, 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 the wall over here, yeah. 50 babies 50 that, babies that, uh, that you know, might not tells. be here had you not be here. And by the way, there is going to be a need. We're living right now here, you're living right now in, in Missouri, is an abortion-free state. Praise it's fantastic. God. One yeah. of, one of uh, 11, soon to be 14, uh, with three more heartbeats. We're, we're looking at, you know, soon with these other courts that are blocking these, these trigger laws and blocking heartbeat laws, yeah. th those, that's a temporary thing because the Supreme Court has already trumped that. They've already ruled on that. Yes. And so we're going to be seeing right now, my count, last count I have is 22. That's almost half the country that either protects every child whose life is, is begun at the moment of fertilization, or every child whose heartbeat can be heard, which is 90% of them, which is a good place to start. What was once the ceiling of the heartbeat bill, which they said was impossible when we started. Right. Can't be done, can't be done. All we can do is regulate around the edges. That's what they tell us. But what was once impossible, what was once the ceiling, is now the floor. The heartbeat bill is the basic minimum that we need to pass, but I want to get all the way to the rest of, uh, the, rest of the children, to the finish line That's of the moment it. of conception. And you will. I Amen. know that. Amen. We're I know a bill it. right now. We are, exactly. We'll get it out. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, talking about Lori's house, and, you know, I really didn't want to do Lori's house at first when Cindy Jacobs prophesied over me that you're to build Lori's house. We're just out to dinner one night with Mike and Cindy Jacobs after we taped 
shows all day. We're just talking about how's your family, how's our, my fa how's our family, just normal conversation, just trying to come down from doing shows. And she just turns to me abruptly, and she said, you're to build Lori's house to save babies from being aborted. And I was like, I told Jim on the way home, I said, now listen, Jim, here's the deal. <laughs> if we're going to build what Cindy said, Lori's house, you better get ready for the biggest warfare of your ministry yeah. and my ministry. Yeah. Satan will fight us to the, he, this is, he wants to kill babies. Mm -hmm. And, and so, but we did. We built Lori's house with your help. You're the ones that did. You're, it was because of your support and, and your love and the people who have come and helped and volunteered and these precious babies, you know, every time I see them, um, and hold one. They always, mm -hmm. you know, bring one to me or, and, or I go down to Lori's house and hold them. It's just, it's just a miracle to see it. And, it and so all that to say you can help support Lori's house. You can do it monthly. You can just um, go on our website and do it monthly. Or we do have a bundle for you real quick. have to throw this out here because just 30 minutes isn't enough time to talk to Janet Porter. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But we do have this uh, amazing bundle, and I, I love this uh, PTL Restoration Bible. And it does have a picture of me holding the very first um, Lori's house baby being born there. And, boy, those girls' stories are really something when you hear them. Also, you receive my book, which I wrote back in 2000, but it's my story and it's my story of what I went through, more than I could ever ask. You can see it on the screen. And then also, you can receive the name book, and it, this is the names, over 10,000 names. There are meanings, origins, and spiritual, most important significance in the names. And the little toggle, beautiful little bracelet, Tiffany-inspired. Pretty. It's pretty. It is pretty to to where so so all of this is 55 yeah 55 when the bible dollars. just the bible itself is over 100 originally it, it, right? origi yes it was like 150 originally i i, I own every one of those things but yes it, they're amazing but, but the, the best part of it all is is you actually get to save babies by get giving to save babies to, uh, to you know, people say yeah. you know i'm glad jan you were on the front lines and you've got a program you're telling people what can i do this is what they can do help with Lori's house help with these precious babies and and i'm excited that you know I, who knows what these little children are going to end up well, being. That's right. And here, here's the hope in all of it. And people say, what's your takeaway? Roe came down. All of these states are abortion-free. Post-Roe America. Can you imagine that? It's fantastic. I it have really to is. keep saying yeah. that. And, yeah, Post praise the Lord. Roe, uh, I never dreamt this would happen yeah, in a million yeah. years, really, except for you. Kept saying, we're going to end abortion. That's right. With every text message you would, we would talk about. I told about, every member every of Congress. Email. I told every legislator around the country. Uh, and, and, and now people are believing me. And here's, I'm going to tell you something else. It's going to sound a little out there, right? But if we can end abortion, we can take our country back. Yes. And that yes. begins. We uh, have to take our country back, Janet. If I can slip this in, I Get think it it's in. so important because it begins with taking back our elections. All right? So, so if someone stole your car, all right, and they had witnesses, 
and they had even geo-tracking, they had video surveillance videos and all of these things. And, but they said, you know what, you know what, Lori, uh, we found your car, but they're used to driving it. They've had it for so long. We're just going to let them keep it. So keep making car payments. Keep paying your insurance. No, you would never accept that. You'd say, no, I want my car back. That's right. right? You wouldn't be standing at the bus for very much longer. Right. So if we wouldn't do that with a car, why would we do that with our country? Exactly. A lot of people have seen 2,000 mules. They've seen the, yes. the mounting evidence of, of, of election fraud. Yes. Well, what can you do about that? Well, there is something. You go to decertifyfraud.com, and you can send a postcard that pretty much depicts what we just described about the, if you wouldn't do this with a car, why would you do it with a country? It's and it's, it sends a message to the, the legislators in, in, in five key states, Wisconsin, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania and Georgia and it says to them uh, we need you to first off save the evidence because right now the 2020 election ballots are set to be destroyed they're gonna put them through the shredder on September on September the 4th that's our two months away wedding anniversary yeah yeah well we uh, better stop it yeah and that's we the way to. we were telling them sequester the ballots and we need to investigate and we need to decertify the fraudulent votes that are cast yeah and for those who say I don't think it was a fraud let's find out and, and, and what we found is the Speaker of the, of the Wisconsin House, Robin Voss, his name's on this particular postcard, he said, hey, if there's fraud that's proven, we need a do-over. Mm. So we can have a do-over. Yes. And I'm just telling you, Roe came down, we can get a country back, yes. and we can get our last election yes. back. Yes. Praise God, we are going to get our country back. It takes less than a minute. You just go to decertifyfraud.com, you can click a button, and you send it to all those states at once. It's personalized to them from you with your city and state to show it's a real person and it and it goes and it's delivered to them and i believe we're going to see stacks five feet six feet on each of these desks and what it does is it gives courage to the cowardly yeah it gives support to our friends and it yes. even gives pressure to those who are obstructing things right now we need to get our country back we and it, it's, it, it means the elections going forward but the elections going forward first let's straighten out the election that took place exactly. and let's see what happened let's That's find right. out and let's keep the ballots to do that. my home state's arizona and i'm really upset about what's happened in Arizona right. with, with the whole deal. And, and I want everybody to go to that website and decertifyfraud.com. Yes, decertifiedfraud.com and get that, po that postcard sent in. Everybody that's watching because now is our time. Now is our time. Is I mean, we are, we are called for this moment in yes. time. Yes. I mean, we are the Esters of mm -hmm. the, for, for such, such a, a time, time as this, this, right now, to go before the king. And, and now is our time. So I want every single person that's watching and hearing Janet speak, it's time to take back our country now. What's happening is, is un it's unimaginable, especially, I mean, for our generation, for, for yeah. our, our mother's generation, Jim's generation, they're, it, they're having a hard time understanding this. But even for this younger generation, people 49 years and almost 50 years age and under, even preachers, there's a lot of young preachers out there that are under that age and they don't really want to, all they've ever grown up is with Roe. Yeah. And it, I mean, so... And, and Planned Parenthood's and first plan for their lives was uh, abortion. Was abortion, So exactly. they should be the oh. most strongly pro-life of all. Oh, boy. We could go on and on. Our time's up. They're telling me we're over time. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly. But, I, Janet, you're, it's such a blessing to have you come. And 
um, be on the Jim Baker Show, be on, on Life with Lori. Thank you it's for my your privilege. time it's because I know how busy you are. God bless you. You really are. And um, I know that God has healing for you. If you've been through abortion, just let him come in and really go to that innermost part of your being and let him heal you and, and, re and turn from your sin. Turn from your ways and you're going to see amazing things happen in your life and you can share with somebody else and when you share with somebody else that you've been through it then they're going to feel so much freer so all that to say we love you thank you so much remember this Romans 8:28 we know that all things all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. So bye-bye for now. Thank you, Janet. Thank you. I love you so you. much. You're the best.